you definitely always want like new people flowing into your audience you want new people finding you of course right but putting too much emphasis on growing your audience without also placing an emphasis on converting that audience into sales into paying clients it's not going to get you anywhere Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of the Fulfillionaire podcast. I'm coming at you tonight from my bed. It's been a while since I've done a recording from my bed, but here we are. It's a Monday evening and it's freezing cold outside. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to light the fire. I'm just going to get into my bed. It's like quarter past nine. I got my cup of tea and I'm just going to record some content because I really felt like I had some things that I wanted to come and share with you and say to you. So today's episode, as you've already seen because you've read the title, is three things you have to stop paying attention to if you want to grow your income, okay? So this is kind of inspired by some conversations I have been having with um, some students over the last little while, but it's also... Uh, pretty like this I think I've had these conversations so many times with so many clients over the years because it is so easy to get caught up paying attention to the wrong things in business and when we pay attention to the wrong things it can completely mess with our motivation our clarity our focus our inspiration and all of those things have a direct impact on your income right the less creative you feel the less you want to show up and create the less inspired you feel the less motivated you feel the less you want to show up and do anything that's going to grow your business right these things are so important to stop paying attention to so let me walk you through them one by one And in your next episode this week, I'm going to walk you through three things that you should be paying more attention to if you want to be growing your income, okay? So first of all, let's talk about the things that you should stop paying attention to, okay? The first one, I will die on this hill. Stop paying attention to your follower count, okay? The number of people who follow you on Instagram has got nothing to do with the amount of money that you can make, okay? I have for a very long time made multiple six figures a year in my business and my follow account on Instagram is still less than 2,000. I think it's about 1,900 at the moment, right? It's not that many. Last year... I was just doing, I was just looking at my numbers, like I made an insane amount of money last year and I probably had like less than 1500 followers that whole year. Okay. Your follower count is not directly proportional to how much money you can make. Okay. Now let me go into the nuance of this. So the caveat here is when you do want to scale, When you are ready to start delivering more leveraged products and services to more and more people, yes, your follower count at that point is going to be helpful to grow. But if you are in the first few years of your business, like most of you are, 
focusing on growing a really big audience is actually not going to be that helpful in terms of like where you need to be splitting your energy and your focus, right? You only have so many hours a week, a month in your business and not a lot of them should be dedicated to growing your audience, right? Some of them should be, absolutely. You definitely always want like new people flowing into your audience. You want new people finding you, of course, right? But putting too much emphasis on growing your audience without also placing an emphasis on converting that audience into sales, into paying clients, it's not going to get you anywhere. There are some people in this industry who are making, who have tons, 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 tons of followers. They have huge audiences, right? And based on how many people they have in their audience, you would expect them probably to be making way more, right? But it doesn't directly translate. The other thing you have to be aware of when it comes to your follow account is like, the larger your audience, like the less percentage of that audience tend to see your content, right? When you have a smaller audience, more of that audience tend to see your content. And I want a high quality, highly engaged audience, right? I actively remove followers from my Instagram. (laughs) I'm serious. I actively remove people from my Instagram, who do I remove? I remove anybody who is not an ideal client or is not somebody that I might want to collaborate with, form a relationship with in the future, right? I do not want random people following my Instagram. And here's why. Because simply, because the algorithm pushes out your content to a percentage of your audience as soon as you, as soon as you post it. And if those people don't engage with that content, it is less likely to do well, right? It is hurting your content by having people in your audience who are non-engaged, non-ideal, etc., etc. right? I would prefer to have a smaller, really targeted audience of people who know me, who really like my content, who want to engage, who see my content and they're like, oh my gosh, like there's something new for me to read or for me to look at, whatever, right? So you have to stop looking at your follower count as the thing that determines how much money you can make because they're really not as linked as most people think that they are. You could still make a lot of money and make a lot of impact with a relatively small audience. I'm going to like go out on a limb here and say, I actually think a lot of you don't even really want that big of an audience. I think a lot of you probably have resistance towards having a big audience, being really, really visible, having lots of people, having lots of eyes on your content. And I want to just take this opportunity to say that a big audience isn't ever required for your business if you don't want that. You could very, very happily make really great money in your business and sign incredible clients whilst not having a huge amount of visibility. You don't have to be the number one most visible coach or entrepreneur on Instagram for your business to be successful. And so like all of these gimmicky trends like going viral and like 
having the perfect hook like of course they're important like having like you know structuring your content is important for those you know for people to read your content etc I'm not going to say that it's not it absolutely is but you got to be thinking about like how much energy am I putting into things to try to go viral when a that's not even necessarily what I want and b not even really necessary at all right full stop so please 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 stop focusing or stop over focusing on growing your followers when you're not even converting the ones who are here focus on nurturing those people and watch your business change I promise second thing I'm going to invite you into ignoring (laughs) is what your competitors and your mentors are doing so this this point originally was stop focusing on what your competitors are doing and then I was like actually you know what you also need to take what your mentors are doing with a grain of salt now am I saying unfollow your mentors no I'm not saying that but I am saying unfollow your competitors I am definitely saying unfollow your competitors. Now, there's a really good reason for this. Every moment that you spend focusing on your competitors, thinking about what they're doing, focusing on what you could be doing better or why they're having so much success when you should really be making, you know, as much money or like freaking out that your people are going to go to them or going into comparison-itis. Every moment that you do that, is a moment that you are not focused on solving a problem for your ideal client. That means it is a moment that you are not focused on something that could actually be generating you revenue and serving your clients for the future, right? Please unfollow your competitors. So because when they pop up on your feed, your brain is immediately going to start comparing Because you've already linked that person to being a competitor. You've already associated that person with someone that you need to compare against, measure against, see who's doing better, see who's doing worse, see who's doing something different. And one, that's a waste of your very precious mental energy. And two, it's not helpful for your brand. Okay, so like if you think of a business like Apple, Apple are innovators, right and they've filled a gap many gaps in the market that no one else knew existed now they didn't do that by copying what microsoft were doing they were they didn't do that by focusing on what microsoft were doing and then just trying to do it slightly better they focused on creating entirely new products entirely new um areas of the market that the audience didn't even know that they wanted right We didn't know that we wanted an iPhone until they came out and said, here's a camera that has a phone and it gets you on the internet and it holds all of your songs at the same time, right? (laughs) Like we didn't know that we wanted that until it was in front of us. And if you're paying too much attention to what your competitors are doing, it's going to keep you stuck in looking at what is currently working versus pulling away and focusing on your ideal client, focusing on what their problem is, focusing on new innovative ways to solve that problem, or focusing on like a problem that they don't even know exists yet and focusing on filling that market, right? So please unfollow your competitors. Now, caveat goes is that if you like are in quite a saturated market 
I would say one to two times a year. It could be interesting to go and see what other people are doing and do a bit of a competitor analysis just to see what else is happening in the market. But by no means let it throw you off track. So the the thing here is do it consciously. Do it as a conscious choice because it is informing part of your awareness around what's going on in the market, right? You're not doing it as a like, well, let me go and see what such and such is doing so then I can unconsciously beat myself up about what I'm not doing as well as they are, right? So stop on, stop following your competitors. Now I added in here your mentors and like I said, grain of salt, please. But I think sometimes it can be very tempting to work with a mentor, work with a coach on whatever level, right? Whether you're buying little masterclasses from them or right up to working with them in private coaching, it can be very tempting to think, and sometimes this happens subconsciously, well, what they're doing is working, so why don't I just do that, right? And whether you're in the same niche or not, it doesn't actually matter, but their strategy might not necessarily be right for you. Some parts of it might be inspirational. Some parts of it might be useful. Yes, some parts of it might translate. But look, two things here. One, it's probably not going to directly translate. And two, that is not what entrepreneurship is about. Entrepreneurship is about new solutions. It's about problem solving. It is not about imitating. That's not what entrepreneurship is. It is not imitation. It's about finding unique solutions to people's problems. And if you get into the habit, the mindset of I'm just going to copy what someone else is doing, you're not actually developing that muscle of thinking for yourself. And whilst it might give you a bit of a payoff short term to just like try and copy and paste, I promise you long term it's going to cost you because you're not flexing that muscle often enough. Okay, so just be really careful when you are paying attention to what your mentors are doing that you're not just directly translating and copying into your own business, right? I know it's tempting. I've been copied so many times before, but it's never good for anybody. Okay, third thing you have to stop paying attention to if you want to grow your income. I just need to have a cup, a sip of my tea. It's delicious tea. You have to stop paying attention to the people who are not your ideal clients, okay? If you are spending time worried about what your auntie, cousin, ex-boss is thinking when you show up online, when you show up at that networking event, whatever, if you're worried about them, that is wasted energy that you could be spending on serving, having conversations with your ideal clients. You're not creating content for people who are not your ideal clients. You're creating content for your ideal clients and them only, right? And so if you're if you're worried about what other people are think, thinking, you're probably going to be dulling down what the actual message is, whether you're aware of it or not. It could be happening consciously, it could be happening subconsciously. But if you are focusing on like tweaking your message so that, you know, the next time you're at family dinner, your auntie doesn't say to you like, oh, that post, blah, 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 you know, 
then you're watering down your message and you're not going to get heard by the right people. You have the absolute right (laughs) and ability to remove people from your audience if they are not your ideal clients. You don't have to let them follow you. That's not a requirement. They don't have to. You're running a business. Like, you don't need them on your content if that is going to make you feel weird. So either remove them and be done with it or just get into the habit of just being like, I actually don't care what you think, you know, and placing those boundaries and letting it be, letting it just be, right? I will say that because when I first started my business, I used Facebook as my main platform. I mean, like most of us did. And of course, I had had my Facebook since I was like 19, 2007, I think was when I got Facebook, 2007, 2008, 2008. And good maths. Um, And so, you know, when I started my business all those years later, nearly 10 years later, I had so many family and friends on my Facebook and it was kind of weird to start with but a lot of them ended up becoming clients first of all (laughs) and second of all even if they didn't become my clients I had so many of them reach out and I still do to this day reach out and they're like I'm so proud of you and you know like you don't know how much you're impacting me and xyz right The people who love you will always love you no matter what you say, even if they disagree with it. And that's okay. They're allowed to. And you're probably going to leave them in a better place anyway. So please stop paying attention to the people who are not your ideal clients. Stop tweaking your message to fit in with what you think is going to fit in with them. Just focus on showing up for the people who are your ideal clients and watch your income grow. All right, I will see you in the next episode, which you're going to get in a few days' time. I'm going to go and record it now, which will be three things that you should pay more attention to. All right, I'll see you then. Ciao.